I'm Jeremy Groove. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Non-Human Biologics, the podcast that sends you to space only for you to find that there's a ghost up there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Space ghost. What, oh, the, what the what? What are we even doing, what Chris? World? Uh, we're back, everybody, here to talk about more of The X-Files. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, right off the bat, I want to thank all of the new patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week uh, for signing up to our Patreon, getting episodes early, getting access to our Discord server. We've had some new blood in there, so that feels nice. Uh, we've also had a bunch of people review this podcast. Um, yeah. Chris, I don't think you're really on Twitter or, any, or anything, but uh, I posted a big long thread of Supernatural Podcast to get everybody ready to reviews and neglected to post our own. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. That's so, right. Sometimes you just so, got to spread the love a little. Sometimes you just got to give before you can receive. But uh, but I, right. I, I did get an email saying that people had been um, uh, rating and reviewing the podcast, which is super cool. So thank you, everybody, yeah. for doing that. Thank you, everybody. Um, Chris, th- this episode of The X-Files is kind of weird, and I, I seem to be in the minority of people that like it. I liked it too, man. I like every fucking episode of The X-Files so far. Um, <laughs> I, don't th- I, I think I could agree. I could probably easily say that it's that it's a bad um episode okay or or a weak episode but that doesn't that didn't stop me from enjoying it the same amount that i usually do yeah i feel like as we go through this episode we're going to pick it apart and it's not going to be able to withstand a lot of the like a detailed look like we kind of have to glaze over some stuff for the episode to make sense at all uh but it's structured so well and it's and it's it's produced so well like and there's so many like charming things that happen throughout it yeah. that I'm just kind of totally hooked on it. Like I'm I'm just I'm just here for it. Yeah, I I think um like a lot of these early episodes, it just seems like a really solid script about something else that injects Mulder and Scully into it. Yes, and I I think that could be frustrating, and especially in like the modern day type of thing where you have these serialized shows where it's, you got to watch every episode. But with the X Files, you didn't have to watch every episode. You could just tune in every once in a while, and you would just get this kind of the space episode. You know, this this spooky thing. And again, that thing isn't really all that interesting necessarily. It's a little stupid, but there's just something charming about that. You just got this full story where the stakes were really high, but Mulder and Scully were kind of just bit players in it, and that's that's interesting. I know we're going to see them in 200 more episodes, so I'm not super worried about their heavy involvement in like, the building of the lore or anything like that. Uh, I'm just kind of here for the ride. Yeah, I'm also here for the ride, uh, but I think this is a good one uh, just to be on the ride for. Uh, like, I don't... We talked a little bit last week about like how I'm trying to divorce myself from like worrying about plot holes or anything like that or like cinema sins or anything any of that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I very much was able to completely turn my brain off, really get invested in like just the tension of the the episode and just like have a good time, like go on the little roller coaster ride that they were presenting me. So I'm here for yeah. it. Um, Same. Why don't you remind us what's been happening on the X Files so far? Well, last time on the X Files, uh, have you seen the thing? Uh, last time in the X-Files, Mulder and Scully were called to a remote Alaskan laboratory to determine the fate of the Deep Ice research team. Joined by several scientists, our agents quickly determined that something strange was unearthed from the deep within the ice layer. Uh, and, and soon find themselves fighting against... <laughs> find themselves fighting against themselves as the strange parasite stalks the stranded group one by one. At last, they were able to escape, but all evidence of this strange life form is destroyed in the process, leaving them with more questions than answers. Uh-oh. 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 So we are covering... Dang it, will never come up again. Season 1, Episode 9, entitled Space. When Mulder and Scully are told of sabotage attempts to NASA space shuttles, the agents investigate the reports and find that the space agency may be under alien control. That's not true. That's not Uh, true. This was written by Chris Carter, notably, and directed by William Graham. Do you know who William Graham is, Chris? 
Uh, rings a bell, but no. He's the man that caught Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just, oh. just, the guy's name is Will Graham in the Hannibal series. I guess that's why that sounds familiar. <laughs> I, just, I know him from Tumblr. <laughs> just thought it was, yeah, you know that dude from Tumblr. Absolutely. You know you know all of the Tumblr people that are like desperately in love or want to d- fuck and kill Will Graham. I think they want to eat him from what I understand. They want, there's a lot they of, there's a lot of eating Will Mickelson. Graham. Yeah, there's a lot of eating Will um, Graham. Absolutely. But I, yeah, we just, we're straight up, we got a lot of NASA footage on this one. Yes, a lot of NASA footage throughout through, through this, and we're going to start with that with like uh, people kind of celebrating this this effort of uh, getting p- new pictures of Mars. I remember this happening. Like I remember when like the first first pictures of Mars started rolling in, and like I remember this face. This face was like a real thing. Um, you can find more detailed pictures of this face. Well, if I had known that this was a real thing, and maybe I did in the back of my head, but I would have I would have done some research on it. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, you can find new pictures of the face, which does not look like a face at all. Like it was literally, like it, it just it was just some rocks, it was just some shadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that happened to look a certain way. Um, and you know, th- we get this news report of like maybe there's water, and maybe there was life, and all this other stuff. Uh, and then we're introduced to a guy named, and I the audacity to name your child Marcus Aurelius Bell. Dude, this. Day- his name is straight up Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> what the absolute audacity of your mother and father to name you Marcus Aurelius? When, Belt. He, when he name drops himself later on, he says, "Hey, this is Mark Lucas. Belt." <laughs> He's been trying to play that down his whole life. Mark Belt. <laughs> I will say though, like when you hear about a fucking astronaut and you go, "Yeah, his name's Marcus Aurelius," you go, hey, all right. uh, "Yeah, it makes sense. I get it." Um, <laughs> We we see Marcus Aurelius saying that there's like no way that there's any built structures on Mars. Uh, but we, he goes back to this hotel room that he lives in, uh, which is unfortunate for him. Uh, and yeah. he and he dreams, and he's dreaming of an astronaut mission in the past. Um, and something is clawing at him, and he's screaming. And he wakes up, and he sees these dancing lights on the ceiling, and it turns into this like the light changes almost to curtains, and this face comes up, and we see the same face from like you know the, the Mars face back from the nineties. Yeah. Um, and then he wakes up again screaming so he's like kind of being haunted by this face somehow he's we don't really know being haunted by we don't know if he's haunted by ghosts or what what it, the situation it's, it's is it's seeming like it's a ghost it seems like it's a space yeah. ghost uh um so we get the op here and then i don't know if you know this at the end it, it says the truth yeah. is out there uh, it, it does. does anybody notice this i wonder if anybody's ever pointed that out before has anyone picked up on that um yeah and then we we go back we uh after the opening we see some more footage they're about to do a launch uh, off of cape canaveral to deliver this payload. That's what the 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 mission statement here is. They're delivering a payload to a space station. A they they never they never say it. Like when they when they They're actually delivering <laughs> a payload to space. <laughs> when, they did, uh, when they actually send the payload later in the episode, they just send it out to space. Like there's they did not bother like like we're, we got to dub in a space station or anything like that. They were like yeah. we we don't have any footage. So no, of that. it doesn't matter. It's not it's, it's not relevant. It's just um, a tube going into the to this to the blackness. Like that's all yeah. it is. Um, um, we see Belt Marcus Aurelius Belt. Yes, pl- please, uh, all three names, please, all five syllables. He is. Um, He's, you know, running the, the command center here from Houston as they uh, are watching this this liftoff begin. And at the very last second, they have to abort because something went wrong. Yep. Um, and then we immediately cut to two weeks later. Mulder and Scully have been contacted by somebody at NASA. At NASA? NASA? NASA. I've been watching NASA. Anime, I guess. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm from uh, NASA. So, I'm from NASA. Um, My name is Marcus Aurelia Belt, and I'm from NASA. <laughs> wow. Whoa. He would be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my office. At NASA, <laughs> Mulder like Mulder's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to be here at NASA. And he's like, it's, it's pronounced NASA. It's, it's pronounced NASA, uh, Mulder. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm role playing a JoJo I, character, despite having not yeah. seen JoJo right now. Right. 
Um, so Mulder and Scully were contacted by NASA. Um, and they don't know why that there's this kind of like cloak and dagger, like secrecy to it. Like, why wouldn't NASA just reach out to us if they needed our help? Um, and they are, they end up being approached at this kind of public place. They're approached by this woman named, um, Michelle Jenneru, I believe. Yep. And, um, she works at the space center in Houston. She's like in charge of, of one of the command center things. And, um, she suspects that there might have been some, some sabotage. There's a saboteur at NASA, um, and she shows them some some evidence of possible tampering to some metal. Long story short, to, to score this metal the way that it was, it would have to be like extreme heat that you could really only achieve during a launch. So the fact that this has gone undetected seems really unlikely. So they're just there has to be some sabotage here. Something, something's yes. up. Something weird um, is going on. And I like this. And it just so, Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, there's a there's another lunch tomorrow. Her fiance is going to be on that. He's the commander of that mission, so she's stressed. She needs help. Her fiance is a fucking nerd, by the way. We see oh that dork God. at when the end of the episode, dude, and I'm like, "What are yeah. you doing with that guy?" And she's like, looks over at Mulder, and they share like a moment of like, "We did it. We saved them." Um, <laughs> but there's but her husband standing next to her, and I can tell he's like, mm. <laughs> "Don't like it. Don't threaten." Why are you looking at this Lothario who keeps saying the word Naza to me? <laughs> Naza. Um, so what's it like working at Naza? <laughs> this this is one of the things I think that people have a problem with in this episode is that like this these these details are not explained like there's no reason we don't know what happened we never find out what happened to this we just know that they were sabotaged the ghost did it i guess but we have no like confirmation of that whatsoever so um but Mulder and Scully take the opportunity to go to Houston, and Mulder is extremely excited about this. He is going to be on cloud nine throughout this entire episode. I love when we can see our characters super happy. Like It's not like Mulder has been dour by any means, but he's a very serious fellow. Um, he's got goofs. Don't get me wrong. He stays spooky. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he stays goofy. But like it's nice to see him like genuinely cheerful about something and actually like... I think the thing that I like about this the most, and this the episode made me feel this way too, which was really, really a weird feeling. Um, it's like it, he feels patriotic. Um, yeah. And I don't, like, it's it's really difficult coming to terms with being patriotic, I think, in 2024, especially when you see, like, some of the, when you start understanding what our country has done to become, like, the yeah. country that it is. Um, but, like, there's some genuine stuff there, like the space program, that I think people can all get behind. Um, and right. I've become disillusioned with it in recent years because it's so closely associated with Elon Musk and that whole situation, right? Like, I feel like they're just spending government money to do we don't have to get into all this i don't know what i'm talking about right no i know what you mean i know but what you mean. It, 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 it genuinely it, me and Mulder were on teams fucking nasa during this yeah, entire episode. i was dude i was on i was nasa all the way dude. <laughs> um, i was here for and you know this is a thread throughout the the episode and there's a lot of shows do this a lot of stories do this you know like don't meet your heroes because they they will disappoint you and it seems like at every moment that's what should be happening to Mulder. but i found throughout this he kind of refuses to give up on his hero he he just consistently is like no you're you're who i think you are and and you're gonna do the right thing he just like keeps pushing him for that which i found just very interesting it's like this level of like hopefulness in in Mulder that doesn't always come through exactly yeah that that hopefulness that that patriotism all that stuff i think is the the same thing and they're talking scolder and scolder god damn it uh Mulder and scully are talking about like why someone we would want would want to sabotage the to, to sabotage nasa uh and he mentions yeah. it's because like one of the things could be going for the american ideal like it could be a literal terrorist trying to you know bring down this i this this grand pro- space program that you know america yeah. has above everybody else um and then he goes into like a lengthy thing about futurist 
scientists who think the government is covering something up like alien civilizations and is just using NASA as a as a cover for all of this stuff and Scully is just rolling her eyes the entire time. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. Meanwhile, right. we're we're ten hours forty five minutes to the next launch. Uh, and we go to meet uh, Marcus Aurelius Belt. Uh, Mulder will do this throughout <laughs> this episode, and I kind of find it it's interesting from a writing perspective because it should be condescending and for some reason it's not, but he leans over and just basically explains things that are going on to Scully throughout this episode. Uh, but yeah. I, but also I feel like he's leaning over and explaining it to me and which is the more right. important person. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's explaining, you know, he, we need to know what's going on. Um, and yeah, he could have, he could have come off as condescending. He just seems so stressed out, <laughs> but I mean, Scully is never too impressed with him throughout this. She doesn't have, you know, stars in her eyes like Mulder does. So she's just seeing him as a dude who is maybe not being very cooperative right now. Yeah. Uh, they meet, they meet Colonel Belt and, and yeah, he's basically like kind of shuts him down. Like nobody could be sabotaging this stuff. Um, like there's so much security. There's so many people here that are, that want these projects to succeed, that want those, those ships to come up and come home with the people on them alive, uh, and warns them to be extremely careful making accusations. Uh, he shuts down their request to like delay the flight. They have to deliver this payload. Uh, there's, there's the, the, the weird thing in this episode is like, there's this idea that if they don't deliver the payload, they would have wasted a couple million dollars and they're going to shut down NASA because of it. And I don't like, it just seems like we it just, I don't know, man, just whatever. It doesn't matter. But like, it's just yeah. a weird, like that's, that's his motivation for getting the payload out there. Um, they, they also, they show him the stuff about the, uh, the valve and the sabotage and he just shuts all of it down basically. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. They can't delay. So, um, just as the conversation is coming to an end, Mulder's like, hey, hey. Could, we could like watch the launch from so, the command center. Uh, as part of my duties at the FBI, I kind of need to watch the launch. <laughs> is yeah. that going to be okay? Uh, the dude's just like, you just go over my head anyway. So like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and, dude, and Mulder which is, is like This is not skipping. part of the investigation. Mulder just wants to go. <laughs> yeah. he just He's just ready to fucking go, man. Like he is so excited about this. And I don't blame him. Like this is this is super exciting. Um, but we cut before we can go to that. We cut over to some uh, a conversation with some technicians. These they, he mentions that they're like an outside organization, so they really only make recommendations when they review stuff like this. Uh, and then Belt has the final say. So if anyone had brought this up, to it would Belt, be Belt. Yeah, yeah, he he would be the one who still said no. That's fine. We can we can keep going. Um, but Mulder is he really does not want to think that his hero could be involved in this sabotage in any way, but. The evidence is starting to point in that direction. It definitely makes Mark Belt seem a little bit suspicious. It's you know, it's it's one of those things where he he thinks that he believes in this man and this in this man's ideals to of, of being an astronaut of like exploring space and doing these things and doing these like straight. He calls him a straight up American hero throughout this episode, yeah. right? Like he he yeah. believes that this that this man is a literal hero for having done all of this, and he doesn't think that he would endanger the lives or endanger the mission, but just be a sabotage. He doesn't think that he doesn't see the reason that he would do that uh he doesn't know that uh marcus aurelius belt is haunted by a space ghost yet but... no so. if, if he if he knew, <laughs> if he knew that marcus aurelius belt was haunted by a space ghost <laughs> he might be singing a different tune if there was a space ghost involved Mulder would be behaving totally different in all of these situations i think this, <laughs> this would be an even more exciting day for him not only are we going to space <laughs> we're gonna go catch a space, a space ghost, ghost. this is the I mean, best he, day of my life <laughs> he doesn't know how good he has it right now uh so during the launch, everything eventually goes off without a hitch. We get this, you know, a little bit of a tense moment as we're waiting for that countdown to see if something's going to go wrong. Dude, I'm, Michelle's very nervous. By the way, I'm very excited throughout this entire process. I know it's just it's all fun. stock footage, but I am like, I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, I think that's why I enjoyed the episode. It's just kind of, this stuff is just fun. Um, 
but so there, there's an excitement. Mulder all like cheers. He's giving a thumbs up. Michelle looks over at him, and then um, Colonel Belt kind of like makes the connection. I think too between uh, Michelle and and Mulder and Scully. And in my mind, I thought, oh, he's figured out that she's the one who like called, you know, gave him the evidence or whatever. Um, it doesn't ever come up. No, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't, know, <laughs> nice... don't know that that matters. Um, uh, there's definitely a look, though. I, I, I agree that there's definitely a look. Yeah. Um, there uh, a little bit later on. Um, yeah, it seems like this is like the next wait, morning or something. You, you mentioned the thumbs up, but I feel like we yeah. need to we need to talk about the thumbs up a little bit more because I on the, on the thumbs up. Yeah. I am so sad that I didn't get this for the video because I think it would have been perfect in our video uh, for the file after file, which is on our YouTube yeah. Monster of the Week podcast. Uh, it's like the, like they're above on like some on like a like a walkway above the mission control, and Belt looks up at the two FBI agents and and fucking Mulder just is like full on, like big smile like vibrating yeah. in his fucking black suit like thumbs up just having the best time of his life. It is so great. It is grand. It is a grand thumbs up. I just it's a grand thumbs up. Absolutely. Um. Later, Mulder and Scully are checking out of the hotel. Mulder is like still very super stoked about this entire situation. He when, had a great time. When, he had a great <laughs> weekend. Eleven thousand dollars from the FBI and a trip to NASA. Dude, eleven thousand dollars a trip to NASA and a Ruby Tuesdays. What are we doing? Perfect. <laughs> not, dude, I mean, perfect. a Roots Chris, not a Ruby Tuesday. Roots Chris, that's right. <laughs> uh, Michelle chases him down, and they find out that there's something wrong with the shuttle. There's no communication, so it's time to get back to Houston. So they uh, follow uh, Michelle, and Michelle's Michelle's driving herself. Uh, they're driving the rental car. Scully is scrolling the dial. Um, for all of you young kids out there, back in the old days, you used to have to turn a knob to find a frequency with which they would beam you tunes. <laughs> that we yeah. didn't we didn't have an aux. We just we, we just no, we had to no turn aux. we had to turn a knob. There's no Bluetooth. <laughs> um, and there's no there's nothing on the radio at all. And Mulder mentions like there's a media blackout. Like they don't want anybody to know this, so they're probably shutting down all the frequencies. Um, as they continue on, the rain kicks up a lot more. Uh, it's getting harder to see. Michelle starts like kind of looking through the, the windshield, trying to figure out like where you know am I going the right direction? All this kind of stuff. When out of nowhere, a, a huge face, our Mars face, like comes at her and and oh. basically just causes her to run off the road and flip her car upside down. I, I'm just realizing. So the space ghost is trying to sabotage these missions, right? And it's using Belt to try to do that. He's kind of against his will. Um, when he made the connection between Mulder and Michelle, I think that's when she becomes a target of the Space Ghost because she's the only person who's attacked, right? And this, so I guess that's why, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, like, look, you're, you're, <laughs> none of that is explained in the episode whatsoever. So, so your guess anyway, is she flips her car. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely flips her car. Um, they have to like pull her out of the wreckage, but she's like, anyway, we gotta hurry. Um, she says she saw something in the fog. She saw this grotesque face, but there's really no time to deal with this. They have to get back to command center. Boy, she better hopes she, the, does, uh, she better hopes that the the space ghost doesn't hear grotesque face come out of her mouth, or she's definitely yeah, gonna she's die. Just, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa! This is just how we look. This is just. This is how we look, I'm a race of people. You can't call me grotesque. Grotesque? That's not cool. Um, I'm, I'm not, literally not from Mars. <laughs> yeah, not a good start to the Martian uh, human relations here. Um, they get back to the uh, to the command center again. She flipped her car, and I love that she's just drenched in blood. Yeah, yeah. she's just got blood coming down off. She's of like, her yeah, head. I'm fucked up. All right, well, we got we got we don't have time for this. Everything's malfunctioning, and I believe one of the technicians says, "We've got a mouth." 
shortening malfunction to mouth are we serious i did, I'm, I did I'm not hear that. that that is amazing we got a mouth on the pot on the podcast yeah, we got, dude, we, we got dude, a mouth chris we had a mouth this week man i'm sorry to, sorry yeah. sorry to let you know we got a mouth on the had podcast a big mouth this week oh my god um but we've got to solve this mouth they have to do something from the ground level <laughs> i can't believe uh, we've got a mouth to, at nasa <laughs> dude there's a, there's a mouth on nasa on the ground level this is ridiculous uh something's going on down here everything seems to be green up in the in the shuttle so it can't be up there uh they end up going to check the data banks with their guns drawn yeah. looking for the for the saboteur um and they eventually find like a, a scientist or technician like skulking about but he's not part of this it just seems like something is going wrong from their end the malfunction the mouth excuse me the mouth's coming from from the earth side so it seems like the only they first of all they have to go into security lockdown but the only way to get the transmission like fixed would be to like disconnect for a little while i love that uh boulder orders he does the uther from merlin where he just oh, yeah. he's like more security the get the guards <laughs> we gotta double, we, double the guard double what do the you guard? mean, what do you mean man there's it's just you're just an fbi guy here like what are yeah. you talking about um <laughs> the issue with the with the spaceship though is that like because they can't control it they can't rotate it um and it's being burnt up because it's only it's only it's one side of it is getting um like burned up by the sun basically i don't think any of this stuff is, is realistic like i mean I'm, I'm sure that like you would get burned up by the sun or whatever but like i don't think that any of this stuff is actually like it doesn't matter right uh but right. belt has to make the hard call of cutting off the telemetry from the Houston Space Center, giving up control of the ship and hoping, without any kind of communication to be had whatsoever, that the that the astronauts up there recognize it, know what to do, and get it done within time to save themselves. And at this point, I think that somebody mentions that the temperatures are up to like 116 degrees. Uh, so he he finally yeah. So they they finally managed to get the message across, saying that they're going to fly by wire mode, uh, and then contact is cut off. Uh, and nothing happens for 45 seconds, for 50 seconds. And then they order, Belt orders the, the uplink to be reestablished. There's no video. There's just static, no audio. And then finally they hear from the crew. They manage to get the shuttle turned around. Everyone's clapping and cheering and having a great time. Yeah. Uh, very stressful moment. And Belt looks exhausted more than anybody else in there. He looks like, yeah. like he, goes to the, I, he goes to the bathroom and like splashes water on his face and does that thing where like if you're rolling. He looks in the mirror and it's like a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if, if you've ever if you've ever rolled on ecstasy and looked in the mirror for too yeah. long, like it's that it's that where you're just like oh god i've been doing this for 20 minutes i need to leave and it's because he's battling against i guess the space ghost that's possessing him the space ghost that doesn't want to let him save these these people again this is sort of an assumption yeah you were you were writing like some fanfic stuff about all of the motivations and i love it i'm not not, not clear (laughs) i'm not saying it's bad at all i'm just i just want to make the clear distinction that none of that is in the episode no no no, no. this is all hindsight where i'm trying to piece things together and assume because he is so stressed out by this and it seems like he's trying to sabotage it when he's like we're going to disconnect we're going to make them do because he's still obsessed with delivering this payload he's like they're going to have to do it manually and you know um so i but but as Mulder kind of says at the end of the episode all along there was a subconscious part of him that did want to save these guys and, Mm -hmm. and do the right thing um but has have you or I ever been possessed by a space ghost? No. Do we know what we would do in that no, situation? No, not at all. I mean, I can't no, judge. Can't judge till you can't walk till you walk a mile in the space ghost shoes. Don't, <laughs> don't, right. don't judge. That's right. Um, so, listener, don't be too harsh on Mark Belt, please. Yeah, don't take it easy on Marcus Aurelius Belt if you can. I don't know if the full name or Mark Belt is funnier. But uh, it, what a name! Both of what them are great. Name. I mean, both Mark Belt is really good. Just like the straight up, just <laughs> God. So, Mike Truck and Mark Belt. I oh, love it. I love it. Um, we we do a press conference 
uh, and Belt basically just lies to the press. He says that there was no launch yeah. trouble whatsoever. He calls it a beautiful and magnificent uh, trip, which like really yeah. rem- gave me Trump vibes for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Mulder is like catches up to him later and is like, "Hey," and, Be- and Belt is like, "Hey, I know what you want to know. Like, if I can lie to them, why wouldn't I be able to lie to you?" And he talks about how it, being an astronaut has changed. Like, they used to be heroes and they used to be celebrated, and now like the only thing that everybody's waiting for is the disaster. Like, since the Challenger explosion, everyone's just waiting for something bad to happen. And he even asked Mulder, who is arguably like the most, fu- the, the biggest NASA fan out there at this at this point in the episode. <laughs> He's like, name the last couple of astronauts that went up. And, and Mulder's like, ooh, yeah. I was. When was the Challenger crash? Do you know? It was 90, or maybe it was in the 80s. I was um, going to say, is it 89? Could be, or is yeah. Because it... I, I just want to know how relevant that would have been to, to the 86. So that would have been like 70. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was, re- it was super recent. And it was also like. Yeah. I was six years old at the time, and I remember like, yeah. "Oh shit, <laughs> that's, that's like that's that's bad, right?" Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I just I like this response from Belt of just basically saying like, "I you know, I have to give them like I have to keep this organization together. Like I'm 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 doing the best that I can, even though you know." Uh, and, and I just feel like my job, which is not as hard as being a, like a NASA commander, uh-huh. my job would be harder for sure if i was possessed by a space ghost Easy. Yeah, so yeah. again we gotta give this guy some <laughs> slack uh Mulder asked another pointy question like is someone sabotaging the shuttle shuttle uh and it's imp- it's important to mention here like throughout this like Mulder is like yes sir and no sir to this dude which we haven't really mm-hmm. seen him do with any authority figure at all like even with when the like we've seen uh the nsa come in or the dod come in yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't respect authority but he respects his hero. he respects this motherfucker though and he's like you know my question to you sir is and i have to ask it because of my job like even a pre-apologizes for the question yeah 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 um and belt says my answer to you sir is that i am going to be bringing those men safely back to earth and that's what you need to know um so belt goes back to his shitty little houston apartment he grabs a bottle of vodka out of the freezer does a couple of shots yep. again yep. harsh but i mean like you can't judge a man who's being possessed by a space no. ghost so uh he lays on the bed he's sweating he begins to remember let a man take his medicine you know <laughs> he begins to remember his own spacewalk uh we see like that whole it's clawing at me scene again his whole face yeah. goes great looks like the alien face on mars it's extremely creepy and cool and then like his like a spirit comes out of him. Um, it just like a fucking straight up space ghost just comes out of this man's body uh, and just like flies out of the window and then looks back and I guess like flips him the bird or something. Like it seems it definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the space ghost gives him the, du- the double bird, the double birds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the double birds and then drifts off into space. Probably got to go do some pranks on the shuttle or something. And I was like, I thought that they was going to go after Mulder or Scully or Michelle, right? Like, I thought that was the next. Yeah, no. I thought the ghost was going to go haunt somebody. But no, we don't know yeah. what the ghost does. It does the ghost just the space, leaves. Dude, when they hear, like, bangs on the side of their shuttle, they're like, the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I guess he does go haunt the space shuttle. Okay, yeah, you're, was, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, okay. Flipping them the bird from space, just flicking their oxygen tank until it popped open. Yeah, so he, that's right. The ghost goes up and opens their oxygen tank. Uh, Mulder and Scully meanwhile have been supervising the the telemetry investigation i think i'm saying that word wrong but i don't care anymore uh i couldn't correct you so <laughs> um they find like a, a, a modified circuit on one of these these boards right um and then we find out that the oxygen is leaking in the shuttle uh Mulder mentions that it's very similar to something that happened with belt uh michelle can't find belt uh and so, so just starts barking orders at everybody Mulder's gully go back to the hotel to try to find him um he opens the door looking haggard as hell they drag him back to the mission control he's not even wearing a tie like he's his hair is all in 18 different directions uh yeah. he he starts asking questions because this is a situation he went through 
and and like he would know better than anybody in the room on how to fix it um and he does like uh, he orders them to do a lot of space stuff like we don't have to get into the yeah. details but like it's a lot of really fun space chatter and i think here when it seems like he's really there to to guide them to do the right thing and he is giving them very sound advice to complete their task but he still keeps saying deliver the payload yes um He's not. He's not leaving from that. Is the is the payload being delivered to the ghosts? Is that what they're is trying to maybe do? Maybe so. Maybe they're just trying because to get the... this man. I just think his priorities are a little mixed up, and I think the space coast has mixed up priorities. I'm not really sure what anybody wants. Yeah, everybody's motivation is confusing except for Mulder, who just wants to hang out in the room. He just yeah. wants to be in yeah. the room while some Pretty space stuff is Mulder. happening. And Scully's just down for the Ruth's Chris trip. Like she's just okay. Like right, let's go get a steak and some mac and cheese, my man. Let's let's go do it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, he tells Michelle not to to question the judgment. He's like, I'm gonna get them through this and they're going to deliver the payload and they're going to come home all right sure fine um she kind of just bails she takes her headset off and just storms out of the room Mulder and scully follow her she's obviously very upset because she just thinks that you know everybody up there is going to die her fiance is up there um you know it doesn't matter how dorky his mustache is she still loves him and and belt is putting the payload over the lives of the astronauts and Mulder and, does like the most amazing thing here ever that I fully did not expect because at this point I'm like, okay, Mulder's going to turn on Belt, but no, absolutely yeah, not. No, he doesn't. He doubles down. He's like, no, no, no. Belt is like, he's the man. <laughs> he's like, you got to trust him. I, and I have to wonder if if this unwavering uh, support for his hero helped Belt like overcome because it does seem like he actively is fighting against the thing inside of him. And I wonder if this has anything to do with it or again, I'm just drawing too many conclusions from nothing. Um but yeah, we think he's gonna turn, and then he's like, "Let me just see. Let just let me see your records." <laughs> yeah, he asked for records on everything from the the Mars exploration trip, Hubble telescope, Challenger, everything. Uh, they're gonna go through. There's a lot of files here, Chris. That's just file yeah, after it, file. It's literally after file. file after file in here. Um, and it's 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 very good. Scully mentions this is a needle in a haystack. Um, we mentioned that the shuttle delivers the payload successfully. They just shoot it out to space. Uh, they're they're ordered to come home, but of course the astronauts start freaking out. By this time, the space ghost has made it up to the ship. Uh, we see some like footage of a of a of a shuttle like with a blurry area out front. Um, yeah, haunted by space ghosts is is really scary. Uh, I'm just gonna say that. Like, I mean, it's already scary I don't to be, be in space. Haunted by space ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm. You already, you have, dude. You have enough problems to contend with. And now you've got ghosts. Now you got ghosts kidding? in space. Like, I, I, that's oh. like half of the horror games that we play. It's like, <laughs> I'm in space and, and it's haunted. <laughs> I'm in space and it sucks. It's most of the yeah. stuff about space that you see. Yeah. Um, everybody, go read the Expanse. By the way, you should go. You should all go read the Expanse for more space ghost fun. Oh, there's definitely some some weird stuff happening in the expanse my man um uh scully eventually finds something it's a it's a diagram of the valve uh it's the same x-ray that uh michelle gave them but this is confirmation that it was ordered by belt so belt knew about this def- defect uh Mulder also found some evidence showing that belt knew about the challenger defect as well which is um kind of a shitty thing to put on marcus aurelius belt if i'm being honest with you <laughs> like I, I know it's the space yeah. ghost but it's really mean to be like oh yeah like it's it's a very like forrest gump thing to blame a guy <laughs> for the challenger explosion of the x-files yeah, it's, it's a little hardcore but, i don't you know. i don't know if you remember the um the x-man movie where they were like uh, where they accused they they arrested magneto for murdering jfk because that was the only way they could explain <laughs> the bullets and everything i'm pretty sure they do the JFK assassination in this show. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure. It's one of the I biggest conspiracy theories. that we get an theories. explanation for it. It's either JFK or it's Martin Luther King. I can't remember. Oh, I God. hope it's not Martin Luther King <laughs> who was like, actually killed by the CIA. <laughs> 
Um, man, I saw. I just have to get this joke out here. I, I, this is not the time and place for it. I'll just. I'll just tell you later. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Cat Williams stuff that happened this week. I don't know if you even know who uh, Cat no, Williams no. is. Uh, I know who Cat Williams is, but I haven't. I haven't seen the drama. <laughs> Cat Williams went on a podcast for three hours and dropped an enormous amount of information that is absolutely hilarious to get through. Um, he called Kevin Hart uh, like a plant, like a Hollywood plant. Uh, <laughs> he said that Ludacris signed up for the Illuminati and like a lot of the black comedians of the time was assigned a, um, how does he say it? A weird looking light skinned woman for a wife that doesn't do interviews. And like people have like gone through and like shown all of these black comedians wives and how they're all weird looking white light skinned women <laughs> that don't do interviews. It's so, but it's, it's the reason I bring it up is because uh, it's full of like, it's full of conspiracy theories, right? Like it's like, you right, know, right, right. P Diddy wanted me to have sex with him and I wouldn't. And that's why I've, I've never fucked with P Diddy before. Like that kind of stuff. Um, and it's, but it's all like, it's not, we talked about on the show very early on about how like conspiracy theories just lead to like right wing bullshit and yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. stuff. But like, it's, is this is all like almost believable conspiracy theories. And it's just got me so excited yeah. for conspiracy <laughs> theories again. I was watching uh, our friend Jake Lionheart stream yesterday and he's all into it as well. He's all into the drama and just people. Cause like he got, he called Ludacris out. Ludacris went back to the studio for the first time in 20 years and did a freestyle about it. Oh my God. Didn't say he was lying, but responded. Kevin Damn. Hart responded. Didn't say he was ice cube responded. Like all of these people are wow. like, are, and nobody's accuse the dude of lying at all he just just they're just trying to defend their themselves wow. i guess but wow. it's dude it's fucking just get on get on tiktok Once diddy responds did he know yeah well diddy's yeah he's got a lot of legal problems right now anyway but um, right right it, we, don't, we don't have to get into this i just the fact that we have like genuine conspiracy theories and it's just about hollywood shit bags and not like yeah i don't, I don't know it just it made me very excited this week. i don't know how i missed all this but that's pretty fascinating <laughs> dude it's been it's been all over tiktok it's it's just fucking crazy and some of the quotables in there are so good because it's cat williams and he's funny as shit yeah, yeah yeah so like he's he says something the interviewer says you know well what about so and so and cat williams takes a moment and he, and he says your loyalty to losers is very unlike you it's <laughs> 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 just your loyalty to losers is very unlike you it was a That's devastating really blow Dude, burn there's that every year somebody posts it it's like it's either merry christmas or happy new year to all the haters and losers or even to all the haters and losers it's a trump tweet i'm like damn you know what he had some bangers. <laughs> yeah he did have a banger or two yeah you gotta you gotta you have haters and losers is really good <laughs> haters and losers is very funny um, I mean, it's just everything else that's the problem. Anyway, should we get back? To we the should. Episode? We should get back to the episode. Yeah, sorry, everybody. If if anybody out there has more Cat Williams drama, please bring it to me because that's that's what I'm here for right now. Um, if this is <laughs> if you're listening to this in 2026, though, maybe miss me with the Cat Williams drama. I'm probably over it yeah. by then. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably over it. Uh, so up in space, despite the ghost, they deliver the payload. Deliver the payload. Payload delivered. Uh, that we we find evidence uh, that Belt knew about all this stuff. Uh, Michelle comes to get them. Belt, meanwhile, has been hiding under his desk. He is he's having a total meltdown. He's, he's freaking, freaking out. out. He's sweating a lot. He's like carved help me into his desk planner. Uh, that seemed like a really expensive desk planner, so that's a bummer. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. <laughs> Michelle was like, I was supposed to inherit that from you. <laughs> yeah, that was my I was looking forward to that. Um they call the paramedics, uh, and we get this thing where I kinda hate this, by the way, uh, even though it's very tense. Um the paramedics come in. Uh, Michelle says she's going to go get the shuttle down. Uh, Belt says, it starts screaming, no, it's out there, it's out there. Uh, 
Scully and the paramedics are trying to calm this man down. Who this man who has a blood pressure of 170 over 120, which is yeah. scary. He's about to pop. Uh, he's, about to pop. Uh, he's about to literally explode. And Scully's like, "Let's give him a sedative." And Mulder's like, "No, I need to question him now." And no, like, I gotta focus in. I have to use my chakra to control his man. This man's mind. I expected because you got me reading the Gunslinger after you mentioned the Jess Reddit. So now I'm already on yeah. the fucking wastelands. I I expected him nice. to do the uh, the, the rolling trick Roll, where he hypnotizes yeah, with the bullet, the, the shell between his fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and he just holds up a finger. He's like. Focus, focus on me, and like, it, like it goes back and forth between their faces. And David Duchovny's like, "That's it, you're focused now. Tell me what happened." <laughs> Meanwhile, this and dude is dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what kind of mystical power is this? <laughs> yeah, I think, and I know that Mulder has done some hypnosis or has been hypnotized himself to ac- access deep memories. So I'm like, is that what's happening here? Is he using those techniques? I don't fucking know, but yeah, this is some rolling shit right here. And he's able to get him to spit out a couple words. Um, he keeps saying, like, you're going to save uh, – Mulder keeps saying, you're going to save all those astronauts. You're going to tell me how to do it, um, explaining the situation. Um, and then he finally says, like, oh, they don't want us to go. It lives in me. And we're like, dude, what's going on? We see the flashback. We see Pac-Man attack this guy in space. The ghosts look like Pac-Man, I feel like. Um, sure. Okay. Wow. I don't, and then, Between yeah. grotesque and Pac-Man, Pac-Man, I don't know what I would go with, but sure. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Um so, okay, that's happening. Um, his face is literally contorting in front of Mulder's eyes. Everybody's seeing this happen. Uh, then they start to lose him. His heart's literally bursting. Um, they have, what, 30 minutes left because the, the team is running out of oxygen. They need to bring this thing down immediately or we're losing the shuttle. We're losing everybody in it. Um, the EMTs have managed to keep Belt alive. Uh, but at this point, Michelle finally takes control. She runs out to take control of the command center. She's got to guide them down. She's got to do what needs to be done. Um, and Mulder continues to press Belt, asking him, how can they save the shuttle? Um, and at, at long last, he's able to to get out that they need to change the reentry trajectory to 35 degrees. Um, and they have like one second to deliver this message and have Michelle make the call to the shuttle team before they go into a blackout and they lose connection for two minutes as they enter. Um, and she's able to deliver the message. Hey, if you don't change the, you know, degree of trajectory you're gonna fucking explode when you when you come back into re-entry um thankfully the message gets through but then there's it's cut off so we don't get to hear if they they heard there's a tense moment and then thankfully they're everything is okay the team was able to come back safely they deliver the payload at, you know despite it all a rousing success they everybody's super excited uh this was a very stressful scene uh like the entire time i was like on the edge of my seat, like very, very tense. Um, when they finally like land in Albuquerque, uh, which was their second landing site that they had to go through, uh, they, they calls out, like Michelle is like, can you, can you read us? And um, Autumn pops up. Autumn's been watching these episodes with me. We haven't mentioned it, but every time that they've talked to, uh, presumably Michelle's fiance or her husband or whatever, um, he's got a little quip <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught a bunch of his quips, but like when he's landed oh. in Albuquerque, he's like, "No, a good place to eat in Albuquerque. Let's oh, have dude. dinner tonight." <laughs> and Autumn is like, okay, "What is so with these quips? Like, are you pre-writing I think this?" <laughs> that's the that's the mustache guy. He's gotta be the mustache per- guy. Yeah. Yeah, so you know maybe he's got more going on than we originally gave him credit for. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got jokes written down because you know yeah. he's got, he and Autumn's idea was like he's pre-writing material because he knows that everything's going to be recorded for historical purposes, right? Like, yeah. So he's got. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So he's... also like, yeah, you got to make your wife laugh from space too. Like, if dude, you got you got all these other chuckleheads in the command center making your wife laugh. Come on. Yeah, and, and also Boulder is there, <laughs> the little Thario yeah, that, 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 that's David. You got to get a couple locked in. Yeah. Um. 
this time it's Michelle who's given the press conference. Um, I feel like I, I may have interpreted this wrong, but she kind of breezes over all of the problems too, right? She she just kind of lies to the press about any issues that they may have had. Yeah, she just continues to lie just like mm-hmm. everybody else because we just need this to work. I uh, don't want to get defunded. And we see Belt watching the press conference from a TV in the ER room, which is very hilarious to me. Uh, and as he watches it, his blood pressure starts to spike. Uh, his face goes all nutso again. It goes all, all grotesque or Pac-Man-like. He begins to rip off his medical devices. We see the spirit coming from him. Um, he's thrashing around the room, and then he flings himself out the window of what has to be the world's tallest hospital that I've ever ever heard of in my yeah. entire life. Yeah, Why is, is the ER on floor 20? What are you doing? It's so tall that he manages to not land on like the sidewalk or anything he lands in like the center the way that the camera falls it's like the intersection where like four streets are combined he gets he gets distance he gets from a, that. well i mean the the spirits he's carrying he's out got there. space ghost true he's got space ghost space so, space ghost is helping him out a little bit to get him to make sure that this dude aside, dies yeah as though so he goes out and then we cut to to molder he's reading the paper headline about belt's death of course the only time you make the the paper is when you die or something yep. goes wrong mm-hmm. um and Mulder says that he suspects that Belt is actually the one who sent the x-rays to Michelle. He's the one who sent the evidence of sabotage all along because subconsciously he was trying to save those people despite the fact that a space ghost was controlling him. And in the end, he you know he made the, the heroic sacrifice to destroy this thing and so that it wouldn't bother us anymore by taking his own life. Um, which is, you know, that's a little tragic, I guess. But um, as always, you know... In early Supernatural, they were always trying to like save the people and hunt the thing. Mm-hmm. And this one, again, you know, that's not do the not, motto of do this not show. <laughs> do not does not. They're care just at all. there to sort of observe. <laughs> um, I love this ending speech um, because you know Boulder is going through all, like all of his ideas about Belt, like he, like you mentioned that he sent him the X rays and you know trying to save these men that he was at the same time sabotaging. Um, and he says, "We send those men into space to unlock the doors of the universe, and we don't even know what's behind them." And if that is not just like a tremendous evocative line, like I feel like Chris Carter wrote that line and then built the episode around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just wrote everything backwards so that he could put this line in somewhere. Um, and then, yeah, our last scene is uh, Belt's funeral uh, where we meet, uh, I don't even think he's named in the episode, but like the the mustachioed uh, fiance to Michelle. Uh, huge fucking dweeb energy off of this guy. Sorry. Sorry, sorry Mr. Astronaut. Sorry, Even Boulder, who is like pro-astronaut, is like, mm. <laughs> No, not really. I don't know your name. I can't believe you work in a NASA. Um, We get the fighter jets flying over the whole bit. Lots of shared glances between everybody. Uh, And then finally, the the episode ends on like a long shot of the flag on the coffin, Um, which again, very patriotic. Like this whole astronaut thing is very, very patriotic. It's interesting. I'll, I'll go back to it. It's interesting to see Mulder be patriotic in the context of this show. Like that's something I didn't expect to see at all because he's even in the first eight episodes that we've covered, like he's been such a, like a, he's, he's taken such a stance against any sort of authority figure. Uh, and that's what he's known for. Like in the episodes that I've seen throughout my life, like that's, that's his, his, his attitude. Yeah. Right. Um, so the idea of him, like, calling this dude sir and kind of defending him and even after his death being like yeah his suicide was heroic like that's a weird fucking thing to say but also like that's what he believes like he believes that he took his own life to rid the earth of the space ghost that caused all of these challenger missions (laughs) to to, to explode uh which is a horrible forest gumpification of our history but also very funny to me (laughs) so (laughs) um 
uh, you know, not an all-star episode, but I just feel like I feel like it was reflected in, in our coverage that we had a good time. Yeah, I had a great time watching this, dude. Um, Sometimes you just need to be reminded about like rocket ships and shit. It's not something I think about a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, our friend, our good friend Judy with an eye, um, who helps me with all of the video editing. Um, she works on a military base. Uh, I'm, I'm just completely. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> I just realized I probably just am absolutely doxing Judy with an eye. Um, uh, and and she posts like, you know, hey, we're doing a launch today. Like she's pretty close to all that stuff so that's kind of cool and so i'm always reminded that it exists but i just i never tuned in for some reason like somewhere along the way i've lost my my interest in all of this and i think it's elon musk's fault so yeah it's his fault blame him for everything yeah absolutely um any last thoughts uh yeah no you know what fuck me fuck elon musk that's all. That's, that's a good one to end with. Uh, thank you, everybody who is over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Donated a couple of bucks. We very much appreciate you. Thank you to everybody leaving ratings and reviews. If you haven't done so, please consider doing that. It really, really helps new podcasts to get the word out. Uh, tell your friends about the show. We're still early. We're going to be here for like the next 10 years. So you might as well like get your yeah, friends into it early. We'll yeah, yeah. You, you want to have <laughs> the inside jokes. Uh, we got to make some merch at some point. We need some X Files merch. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Uh, we got to get Wayne to do like a stay spooky kind of picture for us, oh, yeah. I think. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot out, shout out some way to get a shirt going or something um but thank you everybody who has already done all of that stuff we very much appreciate it we'll be back next week with more x-files and till then stay spooky Why, hello. Hang on, I have 14 unread messages on Discord. What the fuck? You have what? Did you say 1,400 unread messages on Discord? Like, just like message, like direct messages. Oh. It's, oh, okay. But you said, okay. you said 1,400? Well, just 14. Just 14. Jesus Christ, Chris. Don't give me a heart attack like that. I was getting stressed out just, just thinking about 1,400 unread messages. Anywhere. It's okay, but it's just it's you and uh it's you and Drew. Drew, okay. yeah, that's what I figured. I'll re- okay, I'll read that later. Um, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> what happened? Um, I haven't been using Discord as much because the new app fucking sucks. What do you mean new app? What new app? I don't have a new or, app. What are the updates that man? And maybe it's just again, I still need to get a new phone. But um, I guess I can start. But yeah, the new the the updates of the Discord app on my shitty old phone. It's just like n- nothing refreshes ever. Um, like I'll go to a channel and, and look at it and then I come back and it'll either be at the same spot or it'll say there's new messages and there won't be anything. I just, it's it become a nightmare to use. Um, but I think that's my phone's problem. Probably not discord, even though usually that's my, my punching bag is discord for all my problems. <laughs> How are you going to hang out in our new gardening channel? If you don't, if you don't have discord on your phone, Chris, you guys have, there's a, Oh my God. Listen, I'm too out of touch. I got to get back in the cut. We're, 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 we're talking about herbs. Do you got? Are you a gardener? Do you, you do gardening? 
I've, I no. really want to get into gardening, but um, I mean, it's we're, it's snowing right now, so. Yeah, yeah, you don't plant in winter is, is one thing. I don't know a lot. <laughs> I don't know a lot about gardening, but you don't plant in winter. I very, <laughs> know very few things about, about farming and planting, but winter um, ain't part of it. So Mark has, uh, Autumn's dad uh, has, um, he does tomato plants every year. Um, and we have a little like raised bed for him. Um, he's pretty terrible at it, so it doesn't make a lot of tomatoes. Sorry, okay, Mark. That's fun. But. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know the truth, my man. <laughs> you you look at those tomatoes just like I do. Um, hold on, I gotta adjust my gain a little bit. The hardest lies are the ones we tell ourselves. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, they're they're not good. They're not good maters, Mark. Sorry. Um, uh, and I've wanted to start doing stuff like I want to do like onions and peppers and stuff like that, but I feel like it's gonna be. I feel like I'm I'm going to. I always do this thing where I like over get into something and then I just quit. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying, I'm trying to work against my, my normal uh, efforts. So I thought I'd, I would get one of those like standing like herb gardens and I would just do mm-hmm. like rosemary and thyme, like real, real low, low impact kind of, kind of things and just get like one of those going. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to start with that. That's a good, and, I think that's a good call. And then at some point uh, we want to build like a little, backyard area for all of our cooking stuff and like a fire pit and all that kind of cool stuff uh and if we do that i might like incorporate a couple of like raised garden beds in that situation just to have like some some peppers and some onions and some stuff happening so yeah you don't and you don't want just loose peppers in the grass either because then you know you get a a freaking monsoon coming in and they're well the well the the problem is uh we have dogs so they would just eat the peppers that we would just let them outside and they would immediately go and eat all of the peppers i'm sure because they're you got a lot of obstacles we had uh there used to be a strawberry patch in my yard and uh, deer used to eat them all (laughs) but first of all we had strawberries second of all we have deer what (laughs) yeah that seems seems like a lot um i don't know i like i've just been i've been craving vegetables lately i don't know if it's uh weird chemotherapy stuff if you're gonna if you're gonna crave something that's probably probably a good, a good thing. Yeah, to have. like like yesterday, I literally chopped up a bell pepper and um and chopped up a tomato, put it in a bowl, and put some like seasoned salt on it, and just ate a bowl of vegetables, <laughs> like yeah. just Hell straight yeah. up raw veg, man. Like I was like, who the That's fuck good. am I? What is happening? That's good. It's like you get healthy. I guess so. I guess, uh, but uh, like my body has just been fucking craving it. Um, yeah. Chris, yeah. what do, what do you and I have against Tom Brady? Um, and what don't we? Yeah, do we have a lot of hate towards? Do we have beef with do Tom we? Brady? Is it, do we have like a, a storied like beef with Tom Brady? I mean, I'm obviously I'm from New England, so I uh, so I mean, you I'm have not really a football you, fan, but yeah, yeah. So you have some beef just built in with Tom Brady. Just, no yeah, yeah, what. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean TB12, dude. He's DB12. My friends were obsessed with him. I mean, they probably still are, but he doesn't play anymore. So. Um, but do we have like a storied beef? Is this is this well? I was somewhere? so I'm going through. Uh, we have on our podcast host. Uh, we have 15 pages of episodes, <laughs> and I have to go through okay. and do and number each of them individually, um, each episode individually, so that it appears in on Apple Podcasts like by the season, right? Like yeah, so, I'm doing that yeah. for Monster of the Week now. Uh, I'm on like page 10 <laughs> of 15. Uh, I've but I'm but I've also started from the back, so I've only done five pages. So it's going to take a while. Oh, oh all right. Well. <laughs> um, but I was going through season eight and I was like, you know, occasionally like I'll like as I'm waiting for it to reload or whatever, I'm reading the description that I wrote. And one of them was just like a little a little summary about season eight, episode like seven or something. And then at the end, it was like, also, fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> I was like, Damn. what? what? 
What did we? What did he do? What did he do? What did I'm we? Trying to think, season eight. What year? What was that? Like 2019? Fuck, dude. Your guess is as good as mine, man. I have yeah, no I don't idea. know. Be, uh, I'm just trying to think. What did he? I mean, I guess I could literally go look. I'm like in. The... Did he retire and then come back? You know, what? What were we angry at him about? It was 2018. So I don't know. I don't know what would have happened in 2018. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't follow enough football to to know. Could um, could not tell I mean, you anything. One year the Patriots had a perfect season and then lost the Super Bowl. That was um. That was pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> Watched that. everyone in the room with me just have a meltdown. I don't watch the Super Bowl anymore, but back then I'd hang out with the guys, and it was just like I've never seen despair unfold just quite pure, like that. Uh, unadulterated <laughs> to go from despair. A, a perfect season to losing the Super Bowl, man, man. I um, I. I talk about this all the time, but I uh, like, you know, LSU is such a big deal down here. And yeah. so few people who watch LSU football have actually gone to the fucking school. And it's just so <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Like it's, it's, I think it's, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't like you can, you can root for a team that you have no, like you don't have to live in the city. You don't have to go to the school or any of that stuff. Like you can just root for the team or whatever, but it is a, a little ridiculous when people get like upset at college aged athletes for losing yeah. a football game. Like Those are kids. They got homework, man. Yeah, There's just, they're just kids. <laughs> like you know or, or, and it's insane like the money involved in all the stuff is insane so it makes right, everybody right. crazy but like I, I just i just the whole the whole situation is just so funny to me now it's that i can't i don't know i just can't, we I can't were, deal uh, with it we were watching all, a lot of baseball last year jess would always kind of like feel bad if somebody did really poorly and i'd be like just think like even the worst player in the league is making more money than either of us will ever have oh yeah absolutely <laughs> and baseball is way less than a lot of other sports too but um it's still that's that's what I try to tell myself. I don't want to feel sympathy for an opposing team just because that man looks sad. <laughs> I um, you guys would probably really get into Welcome to Wrexham if you watch that. Did you? Did you are you that? are you familiar with this? No, I haven't heard of this. So uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Mac. Um, who's the guy from It's Always Sunny? Like the Mac, Mac from, from Always Sunny. That's a Mac, Mac that's from, all I got. Okay. Uh, those two dudes bought a football team, like a soccer team in Wales. Uh, they bought the Wrexham oh. football team. Uh, and it's, it's the story of the Wrexham football team is that like they were, they, they, they like rose pretty high in the ranks and they were like a premier league team. And then like, it's just been run into the ground over years and years and years and years. Um, so like they, they pitched to the owners, which at the time was like the city, like the people owned it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they were like, we're going to come in and we're going to revitalize this team. We're going to do this. And they made at the same time because the Ryan Reynolds and Mac from It's Always Sunday, they made a TV show about it. Um, so the first season is all about them like coming in. Um, the whole town, as you might imagine, is obsessed with like Ryan Reynolds and, and De- Deadpool yeah. and the whole thing because it's they're Hollywood, right? Like they're Hollywood yeah. stars yeah. coming into this this, this small wa- town in Wales. <laughs> like right. just, um, But it follows the team like trying to – and the way that football works, like you don't have to go into it. We don't have to go into it in detail, but like the better you play, like if you if you rank, if you end up playing, I think if you finish like number one in your league, you go to the next league up, which opens up like more money, more opportunity, more players, that kind of thing. And yeah. so like they're at the they're at the last league. <laughs> so the season <laughs> one is all about them trying to get out of that last league, get into the next league, and of course there's a season two now. I think that's and they're you know just trying to win the games, right? But it's a it's a really fun documentary because it's Ryan Reynolds and Matt from it's always sunny. Uh, but it's also like some really, some really nice people in Wales, just like who were obsessed with the team, like some real, like local flavor type stuff. Uh, just, just, it's just, we love love the Welsh. We love the Welsh. We we love the Welsh around here. Absolutely. Um, a rare dying language they speak. 
Yeah, yeah. There's even you know there's there's them learning some of the language, which is of course very funny. Yeah. Um, they did they did some really funny commercials where like they had a translator on and the translator was just like interpreting their Hollywood bullshit for them. <laughs> it was just very really funny. good. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, where do you watch that? <laughs> my, my play I'll server. Google it. I'll Google it. I can Google it. <laughs> I, I think it's on That's, FX. So whatever. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know. A lot of their stuff is on Hulu. I think. Yeah, a lot. Of, it's it's so streaming stuff nowadays is such a nightmare. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just watched X Files on Hulu. Did you really? And it, nice. It's just uh, I use I use Jess's account. Okay. And, um, me and her mom use it. Jess doesn't really use it. She pays for it. And me and her mom use it. So it's nice. just like all the random shit that I've watched and all the random shit that her mom watches on there. My um my me and my dad share my HBO Max account or my Max account now. Um and the icons you can make for different profiles, like they have like characters from their TV shows. Um so I made his uh do you know Christopher Moltisanti from uh Sopranos? So I made his uh, I can't remember that actor's name, um, uh, but from I put there's one of him from the White Lotus, which was like last year, so he looks kind of yeah. like old. Uh, and then there's one, there's just a younger version of Christopher Moltisanti from The Sopranos that I made mine. So it's just an old, old Christopher and a young Christopher side by side. And it's, it, every time I open up Max, I just crack up laughing. Like it's, it's just the best joke. That's. I mean, you gotta have good profile jokes with your dad. That's it. And I don't yeah, even I know if he started... uses it. He probably pays for his own at this point. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, yeah, I, I, started, I think um... it's very funny. I was messing around on Steam the other day, and because um, I'm playing Dragon Age Origins, don't don't get me started. Um, and there was a Steam sale. And <laughs> don't I was like, worry, oh, I'm not going to let you get started. <laughs> don't worry. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm poking around on Steam, and you, I found out you could customize your profile and do all this stuff. And I I kind of wish we could do it like on PlayStation a little bit. Um, like you can put like a banner and obviously your profile. But like I just feel like it doesn't fucking matter yeah. on any of these websites. I I used to think it was so sick to customize my profile on xbox 360 back in 2006 yeah, absolutely when my, when my bio just said stop right there criminal scum before the oblivion meeting became a real thing i thought i was a real trendsetter do you uh i think my, my xbox bio is still the same as it used to be back because all i did was play dark souls pvp so it was yeah. uh it was the edgiest of edgiest of edges yeah. uh it was sunbro by birth dark wraith by choice <laughs> damn <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. That's all that you could only do that on Xbox 360, though. Like, you, yeah. you went over to PlayStation, nobody no, said, no. I, okay, you can set status updates. You could set status updates on PS3. And I don't think I ever really used that feature, but every time that I go onto my PS3, which is not often, but the last time I used it, like a year ago, it just showed me my like most recent status update from 2013 or something. And it just says devil's ass. Nice. I just posted Perfect. devil's ass as my, and I just, I don't, what was I doing? I why know, did man. I post that? Why did I put a status update on my PlayStation 3? And why was it devil's ass? You're probably going through some digestive issues. You're probably yeah. just a and little stressed. I guess the only stressed. person who would have seen it would have been Steve. Cause I don't even think any of my other like IRL friends had PS3s back then. Um, so I, I guess I, I was just posting for, for him. Steve, if you're out there. I know you're not. I know <laughs> you're not, not listening to, to, to the X-Files to your podcast. Friends in X-Files podcast. Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, he's 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 just a, is he still obsessed with Final Fantasy 14? Because I know there was a big yeah, like, Final just, Fantasy 14 thing. Yeah, he just started getting back thing. into it because of the the big update yesterday. Um, yeah. What was he playing? I don't know. Hey, I don't need to go through Steve's. He's played. He just replayed Cyberpunk with the with the new DLC. 
I need to get back to Cyberpunk. I, I played that's the, been his hot joint. I played like the first chapter. Was like, this is really great. I'm gonna buy it. And then as soon as I bought it, I never touched it again. It was so stupid. I did the same thing. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. When I bought Cyberpunk, that's when I was like, you know, I have this big unfinished RPG, Baldur's Gate. Maybe I should get back. Maybe to I that. should actually do that. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done, done that done anything either. since. Yeah, I haven't done Baldur's Gate. Um, I did start the Bake Off finally. I finally started this year's. Oh, there you go. The there season go. of the Bake Off. Allison is a delight. She's great. Yeah, she's fun. She's fun. Um, the the cast. Do you have any uh, early cast faves? Is great. Um, I think it's Saku, who is like the older Indian lady. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, she's, yeah. she's, she's, she's probably uh, my dude, fave so Noel far. loves Saku. It's so fun. <laughs> Noel is obsessed with that woman into, in a weird way. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, yeah. Paul gave her a hug in the first yeah. episode, which is he big did. news. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> yeah. was big. Um, I enjoyed that season. I felt like at first I was like, eh, I don't care. But then like towards the end of it, I was, I was invested. Yeah. I mean, they always get you. The, the emotions they always, always get, get you. you. Um, they, they, they did, um, so they always do on the Bake Off like the the little clips of people's personal lives or whatever. It's like yeah. you know, Chris stays at home with playing video games all day while Jess yeah. bakes for him and like kind of that kind of stuff. Uh, and I feel like there's always at least one who gets kind of dragged like that. Well, there's one dude, and I, I think his name was Mark. I might be wrong, uh, but he like they showed him like bringing desserts to his neighbors, and like the, the the narration was like you know he's always going up and down the street you know getting opinions from his neighbors on all of his desserts, and that's why they call him Needy Ned. And I'm like, wow, that's so rude. Why are you calling him Needy Ned? That's so mean. He's bringing you desserts and delicious yeah. food. No, the like, neighbors are so sick of this guy coming. You know, Sunday morning comes knocking on the door with this with this bad brownies that he wants you to taste. God, Needy Ned's here at the door again, Dude, honey. Jesus Ned. Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, I've also uh, to embrace the the Britishness. I've also gotten really big into tea lately. I just want just want to. Need, oh, need fun. To, I've been drinking a lot of tea. I, I mean, I was sick. Every time I get sick, I'm like, I'm a tea guy now. Yeah. I bought a kettle. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've never had I'd a kettle my grandmother's. I heard it my grandmother's kettle. This thing is a fucking boss. I'm so I love this thing. It's really old and probably needs to be thoroughly cleaned. But I'm boiling that water. You know what I mean? Do you need to send me a picture of this old tank of a kettle that you have? I oh, need it's to, just I, like I a, it's like it. a stainless steel electric kettle. So it's not like it's oh, like a thousand years old or anything. Okay. Um, but that was that thing's a fucking workhorse. We um, I bought uh. Someone recommended some like Earl Grey from like a website, and so like I went yeah. on the website and bought that. And then they were like, "How about this sampler pack with thirty different types of teas?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Giddy up!" <laughs> so giddy I'm waiting. Up. Let me send you. I gotta find it. Find the link for it. But there's a tea that I really like. Um, da, 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 da. Your orders. Thanks, Amazon. Thanks. Appreciate that. Tea. I haven't bought that much tea on Amazon. Shouldn't. Hey, listener. Do you like when I Google? Do you like? Do you like going through Chris's Amazon hey, history? Hey, what's up, guys? Um. But it is it is nice to have a cuppa. Like it's it's it it's, is. I've always as been as much in, as I'm reluctant to admit it because I you know I like to get jacked up, you know what I mean? I like uh-huh. to feel my stomach lining deteriorate and my bones shake. Sure. Um, but sometimes you just you know, you just want a little little sleepy cup of tea. I um What was I about to say? I just I just completely lost my they don't make it easy to copy links from Amazon anymore. Although they, maybe again, this could go back to the beginning of this conversation. My phone stinks. I thought you got a new phone. I said I was gonna, but I just didn't. <laughs> also, that was not the link. That is literally just the the text of the. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, there it goes. Okay, okay. Oh, there it is. Anyway, I like that tea. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just buy that right Honey now. Honey cinnamon, some shit like that. There we go. Hot cinnamon spice. Deliver Black tea every... with orange sweet cloves. I just want one. I just don't want. I don't want this delivered to my house every. Two like you, weeks. yeah, you want one delivered once a week, right? You want yeah. a whole tin of these every week? Of course I do. Yes. Dog, how much tea do you think I'm drinking? uh bye now um so yeah 
I've, I've always been an ice water guy because um, it's either ice water or fucking alcohol. Like that was my, these are the two yeah. things that I drink. Right. Um, yeah. um, and then now with the, the chemo thing, the chemo thing makes me so sensitive to cold that it's, it's uh, not fun to drink ice water anymore. It's, it's, it's actively unfun. So yeah. I have to find alternatives. So I've been like scrambling around and making um, chai lattes and things like that. So oh. well, at yeah. least you're having a little fun with it. You're not just drinking boiled water. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just heating up water to be room temperature yeah. so that I can I can then you know touch it with my mouth. That's how I do. Yeah. That's how you do. <laughs> uh, oh, I told somebody um, that I would mention something on the podcast this week, uh, and so, I don't I don't know if they actually listen to this podcast, but they DM'd us on the Monster of the Week account. Um, that's the only account that I really check anymore. I'm, I'm, we're never making more than one social media website for a podcast again. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing that I've ever done with my life. Um, they were asking if we would ever cover the DC animated films where Jensen Ack- Ackles uh, voices mm. Batman. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you, have you seen any of that stuff? No, but I mean, I always heard that they were kind of good, right? They are. They're, they're, they are decidedly not, not bad is what I would say. Yeah. Um, the Long Halloween is they divided that into two films. It's based on a really popular comic book, and I feel like yeah. they, it, it's stretched out a little too long. I like think it, I read some of the Long Halloween. I just thought the it's name good. was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Long <laughs> Halloween is a cool name. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's a but it's and it's a fun comic book. Like it's 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 you know dark and gritty Batman. Uh, Jensen does a great Batman. He does a better Batman um, than I think that he does when I see him in other things in live action stuff, if that makes sense. Like when yeah, I saw yeah. him in the boys, I was like, that's Jensen, that's, that's Dean Winchester, even yeah, though he wasn't yeah. playing Dean Winchester at all. But like, I was He's like, that's, doing his Dean that's Winchester Dean. Boys, yeah. Um, but in here he seems to be like kind of embracing the, the, the voice. So, um, I, 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 I'm just wanted to give my thumbs up to, yeah, the, I have, yeah, I have an interest in that. That's, that'd be cool. That's really, that's all I wanted to say. That's all Files? We Files? Could, we, yeah, we could file. I'm just uh, procrastinating because I gotta go shovel after this. <laughs> oh Lord! I was gonna ask you if you got creamed. Did you? Did you? Well, guys... Yeah, we got creamed pretty bad. We got we got creamed pretty bad. Is it? It's, it's not still, like a, I mean, it's still creaming. It's not like a life or death situation out there, right? Like when when you guys no, get no, creamed, no. it's, it's gonna, just like it'll stop by later tonight. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So I know when like in like the south, if it if it snows, like you guys are fucked because you don't have the infrastructure. Um, yeah. And we do here. There's eight thousand snowplows going along the street every hour. Like it's we're, we're good. We're we're fine. Okay. We have all the equipment, you know, the 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 infrastructure to support it. It's not a huge disaster. Obviously, it can get rough if it's um, extreme snows or anything like that. And driving it, it always sucks, no matter what. But um, but no, I mean, we're fine. And by the time that I go to work tomorrow, it'll be fine. It's just digging out the driveway, and it's kind of that wet snow, so it's extra heavy, which sucks. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's really the only complaint. I'm just gonna be. It'll be in the fifties by the middle seen, of the week. And I've seen melt, like so. videos of people just using fucking blowtorches. Like, have you have you yeah, ever investigated yeah, people, the blowtorch? People, <laughs> I have it. I I, mean, I have a snow um, blower. I was gonna say plow, I don't have a plow, but it kind of doesn't work. So I'm probably just gonna shovel. So you're just you're just fucking manning up and just gonna yeah, sh- pick yeah. up a fucking shovel. Good for Working you, Chris. With my dad's hand me downs. <laughs> give me some broken shit. Grandma's kettle and dad's shovel. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, 